0: gamers your ears are in the right place you're listening to i never cast for this episode six and we are a podcast dedicated to bringing forth discussions on controversial gaming topics and hopefully putting them to rest but before we do that before we delve deep into the awesome discussion let me introduce who we have here with us this week uh returning from every other week that we've done the podcast we just can't seem to get rid of him this is uh trailard how's it going trailard
1: Oh, it's going good.
0: (laughs) I was only kidding, but that you're welcome here anytime. okay. You're (laughs) forgiven. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Uh, So welcome back once again, and uh, also returning for the fourth or fifth time, I think now, is Erebus. How's it going, Erebus? Good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for showing up today. No problem. (laughs) And newcomer on the podcast, and. We'd love to have him here, so thank you very much for coming. We have M2. What's up, man?
2: Hey, not much. Cool. Glad to be on.
0: Yeah, welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. And that's all of us. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all later. No. Um, <laughs> so, how's everyone doing today? What's, uh, let's start with you, Trailer. What's what's new in your life?
1: Uh, well, college to start it back up, so... That's going to take up a bit of time. As far as uh, what I've been doing, well, again, walking off to the pub. Uh, this past week or so, I've been playing Star Trek Online, and over the weekend, I decided to replay Mafia 3. Nice. So, uncompleted. So, yeah. Not much happening on my end, so cool. just more busy prepping for school than anything else. Yeah. It's,
0: good though. it's good to get in a routine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And Erebus, what's new in your life?
3: Well, it's uh, my computer is on the fritz. My graphics card or my power supply has fried, so I'm doing some troubleshooting by buying a 1080 Ti and seeing if that fixes it.
0: <laughs> Just find a nice, simple fix for the yeah, ridiculously expensive fix. graphics card, yeah.
3: Yeah. And uh, as soon as I get the 1080 Ti set up, I think that's going to motivate me to play some games and one that's really interested me that i was watching a couple let's play uh let's play let's Plays was the batman arkham asylum series specifically arkham knight looked really really good mm-hmm. so i'm gonna try probably try to give those a go on the new graphics card once everything's so nice
0: yeah that's on my back yeah, those are really well.
3: good games
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah i'd really like to play those and m2 what's uh tell us about yourself
2: <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah 27 year old uh PC gamer. Uh, I started PC gaming probably when I was like maybe six years old. Uh, First game I ever played, I remember it very vividly, was uh, Wolfenstein 3D. It was at um, one of my father's office parties. Someone sat me down in front of like a 386 or something and fired up this this game, and I had no idea what was going on in it, but I just loved it. At six years old? Yeah, I was like (laughs) six or seven years old. I was, I was very. <laughs> I was probably a bit too young to be playing that, but uh, I thought it was the greatest thing. Um, so I started out playing a lot of real, like all the the classic PC games: uh, Mech Warrior, Mech Warrior, Earth Siege, uh, SimCity 2000, all nice. that kind of stuff. Um, Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem 3D, and stuff. Uh, and I got a. Uh, uh, I got uh, an Xbox, actually, original Xbox, and I kind of transitioned into a console gamer for a little while. Um, it was when the Xbox was first released, the original one. Um,
0: dark, dark times. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I, I loved it. I mean, at the time, there wasn't really a whole lot that PC was doing that, that really kind of stood against what Xbox had. Like, uh, Well, biggest one was Halo. PC mm. had nothing like that. And yeah, you got Half-Life, you got Deus Ex. But like, Halo was.
0: Yeah, Halo was nuts. It Still is. Still holds up.
2: It does. Yeah, the 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 original one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess uh, from there probably up until like 2005 or something, I transitioned back to PC gaming. Maybe maybe 2004 or something. I remember Half Life Two came out, and that was the that was the hot thing, and I really really wanted to play Half Life Two, so I got a. Mm-hmm. Uh Radeon uh, 9800, um, and, and from there just I oh, I, you remember <laughs> all forgot, the old specs the for all the old <laughs> cards? <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> uh, I was I, I was eyeing that that card like crazy because I, I well, originally i got a I got an X 700. Turned out it was PCIe, and the computer at the time that I had was AGP. So we uh, <laughs> brought it back and got a 9800 9800 Pro actually. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Oh my. Well, that's that's pretty awesome. So clearly, you know your tech stuff. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: yeah. So I, I'm I, I'm a I'm a system administrator by trade. So, um, I, I work with computers every day. I love computers. Um, it's just what I do.
0: Nice. Yeah. Before uh, before the stream started, M, M2 was helping Erebus with his busted computer and trying to troubleshoot a few things. So it was pretty.
3: Yeah. Now now thinking that I just wasted a thousand
0: dollars. Well a 1080TI won't go to waste
3: no
2: it'll just sit on my
3: floor until I get a power
0: supply if, if uh, 2's suspicions are correct yeah
2: first sure. hopefully I'm wrong and then you can 1080TI <laughs> yeah. will work no problem there you
0: yeah. go definitely uh, let's move into the gaming news shall we
2: speaking of
0: graphics cards m2 what's uh, you had some news that you brought to uh, brought to our attention just before the bo- podcast started so what's what's happening with graphics cards
2: yeah so I'm, I'm sure as, as any any hardcore PC gamer knows that they're especially if they're in the market to upgrade a video card right now there are none uh, the RX Vegas and the 580s there is none of them um, uh, 10 the 1070s as well they're either super expensive or they're They're just gone. All the the crypto miners are just eating them up. So uh, AMD has acknowledged this, and apparently they're going to be switching over their manufacturing. So they currently use Global Foundries for their Ryzen chips and their current uh, Vega chips, but um, they're going to be switching that over apparently, and they promise there's going to be more stock, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, But the shortage has actually led to uh, retailers taking some pretty extreme stances on people buying multiple cards. So right now, uh, Micro Center is sort of doing something a little crazy. So Micro Center is a, a retailer based in the United States. And they are saying, uh, you buy one GPU, you pay 349 a piece. You buy two GPUs, you pay 349 a piece. You buy three GPUs, you pay $10,000 each. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. to, to supposedly nip this in the bud, I don't know if, that's gonna work or if that's just crazy i, I, I personally think
0: that's a good idea just so finally hopefully that would make the stock go down or the uh make the price go down i should say overall but it's right now the prices of car what did, what did you pay for yours Erebus?
3: uh i paid 890 or whatever it was it was right it was right below 900 dollars, but it was the first time that specific car had gone below 900 dollars in its history so
0: so if, Typically if all, you're this, spending, all this crypto mining wasn't happening, would the car be that expensive anyway?
3: I, I don't think the crypto mining, M2 can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think the cryptic mining was affecting the TIs in the 1080s. These 1070s and 1060s, I know the price changed drastically on those pretty quickly, but I don't know if the 1080 and 1080 TIs were affected.
2: Yeah, th- that's correct. Uh, the performance per watt for the, the like computing the hashes and stuff just didn't make sense for the 1080 TIs. Uh, same with the 980Ti's, and um, even even I think the 980s and the 1080s, just the stock ones weren't, uh, or just the base level ones, weren't affected too much by the pricing. It was anything a little lower than that. It was just in reach, and the, the, the price for performance was, was right there. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Okay. But, so, well. anyways, hopefully that's good news with the $10,000 cards. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a bit ridiculous, but I see what they're trying to do. Uh, anything else with that specifically
2: well i guess the thing about ten thousand dollar video cards is these are people that were flying like 747s full of video cards or something crazy like that so (laughs) i really don't know how much that's gonna affect it especially when i'm sure another retailer is going oh no please buy them all up these are great so (laughs) i mean who knows i guess we'll see if uh We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in the future, but we're in we're in kind of computer bizarro land right now because uh, like RX five eighties they they used to be like under they used to be like under three hundred bucks and now they're like crazy. You look on eBay, they're going for like six hundred bucks. This is the only time in history that computer parts are more expensive as they grow older. <laughs> What's up with that? This has never happened before. Yeah, it's
0: very bizarre indeed. It's pretty messed up. So yeah, moving on from. From that craziness. Uh, there's PewDiePie is back on the on the basically the front page of the internet. So Trey what did PewDiePie do
1: wrong? <laughs> well, just a reminder what he did previously. He uh, was dropped back in February by Disney for uh, paying two people to go out in public with a sign that said "Death to All Jews." And then yesterday, he decided that uh, in front of a live you know, I mean, live audience, as he was streaming PUBG, that he would call someone the N word. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that he knew right away that he had screwed up big time for this because the first thing he said after it was, I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> Which is like, okay, well, what way did you mean it? But there is a bit of fallout for that directly for him. Uh, just specifically, the uh, the creators of uh, Firewatch, the devs Campo Santo, have decided to put DMCs on all of his YouTube videos for their game Firewatch. There's people complaining. Uh, there's people saying, "Well, what about freedom of speech?" Or, but the devs uh, have countered that by saying, "Well, he's making money from content that we made." Uh, he's getting ad revenue, so if he's getting ad re- revenue from content that we made, that would be just like us endorsing him. So they're pulling all any all support by using the DMCA to get the videos dra- uh, dropped from YouTube, so he doesn't make any more money from them. The other fallout uh, creators on YouTube are worried that there is going to be a fallout for this, and they're worried as to what uh, just what what way this this will come about and how it'll affect their own. Odd revenue uh, as you know YouTube odd revenue was affected uh, by or because of YouTube running ads beside uh, tar- videos depicting terrorist uh, acts uh, so they're clamped down a lot on what videos get uh, get odds revenue uh, generated yeah so they're worried that it's going to it's going to affect their bottom line and overall it could affect uh, the output from some of the creators who are actually good at what they do.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, I know a lot of people on YouTube are getting flagged. Even if you have, like, one single bad word, you can get flagged. And some people, even without any bad words, are just getting flagged for reasons that they're not even sure of, which is pretty crazy for people that use YouTube as their primary source of income.
1: Because, so. I mean, like, PewDiePie is a multimillionaire. Yeah. So, for one, he should know better, Yeah, I think. This one, the big thing about PewDiePie is a lot of his uh, fans are pre- are pre-pubescent or early teens, yeah, which so, makes it even worse.
0: He so if, yeah. he's, if he's going around saying stuff like that to, and his main audience is people of those ages, that's pretty ridiculous, in my opinion. Totally. Yeah. You guys have an opinion on that, Maribis or M two?
2: Well, I I think it's more of an issue that I, I don't agree that the. The developer uses dmca for something like that only because that's really for i mean that's a that's if their copyright is being violated by something right so i think it should be up to youtube to give this guy the boot to be honest i mean it, it, for example if he was to go and go to a toyota dealership buy a toyota and right on the side of it kill the jews or whatever uh, the toyota dealership Probably isn't going to say when he comes back the next day to buy another car, oh no, we're not selling you that. He could just go to another one. Toyota is not going to say, well, we banned PewDiePie from buying our cars. Uh, And it's sort of the same thing with the developer, whether or not they should be involved in that. Now, on the other hand, I can see why. Because he's essentially promoting their material, and they don't want him using hate to promote their material. I think it's, it's a touchy subject, because this kind of thing hasn't really existed before. People don't have this kind of multimedia plat- platform like Twitch and YouTube and whatnot. Mm. Uh, and we're kind of experiencing a new era of how media is created and consumed. So I think this it could be interesting to see how this plays out um, yeah. as far as who takes a stand against it. Is it going to be the people hosting the content, Google and YouTube or the people whose content is involved being the game developer? Um, mm.
0: Yeah, those are some good points for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Anything Erebus, or I'm gonna pass on this? I,
3: I, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I mean, you could talk about it for a long time. I think he. Uh, I, I don't know who, with respect to the PewDiePie situation, like <sighs> the argument would be: Was it really bad what he said from a perspective of is because it's PewDiePie? Is he does he have a responsibility in terms of what he's saying, and do the you know, YouTube people and all those different people that host his stuff, do they have any type of responsibility to make a stand here in terms of what he's saying? Or because he lost his Disney stuff and all the you know, the different things he was holding on to from that perspective that involved, I don't know, representing himself to kids and all that stuff and, and, you know, being on a higher I don't know, higher morality or whatever the word is. Um, yes, what he said was racist, but I've heard it a million times on streams, I've heard it a million times in you know, without this much backlash, it's just because he's the number one guy. And I think I think if you watch the clip, he said it in a he didn't say it in a derogatory way from a from a like he didn't go out. and You know, he, he yelled it in when he shot somebody or his teammate got killed and he just yelled it as a expletive type thing. Right. Is it right? No, absolutely not. It's not right to say, but I've heard a lot worse and heard way less backlash for this. I think it's just because of the platform that he's on and,
1: and his popularity. Well, I think it's well. You also have to look at how many viewers he actually has. Yeah, we're not talking about a streamer that has, you know I mean, like a dozen maybe viewers on a regular really right. basis. He has thousands upon thousands of viewers at any one time. Uh, so, right. So that, does that make that, does that
3: make the streamer does that make the streamer carry a responsibility because of that? Is that is that like a, because you have that many viewers, you're a role model to everybody else, and you you need to be held to a higher standard? Is that I, no. Maybe that maybe that is what it is, but
1: he was caught specifically because he had so many viewers. If it had been somebody with a dozen, that might have gone unnoticed. Yeah,
3: but the thing Probably is, with a, dozen, with a dozen with a dozen viewers with a dozen viewers, even if it was noticed, nothing would have happened. That's that's the thing. If it was an un, if it was a no name streamer or a no name YouTuber, I guess it wouldn't it's have gone the same
0: nailed. kind of thing about like a, someone who's in politics or someone who's really famous. If they say something that's slightly off color, get they get. In huge trouble for it. Whereas, if an everyday Joe on the street or an employee at like the fast food chain or something says something really bad, it doesn't have nearly the same weight as someone who is famous that would say it. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Like, there's, I won't name names because I don't want to out people, but when I used to stream Brahalla, there was a one guy in particular I remember used to use the N word all the time, and he was one of the number one Brahalla streamers at the time. He had 200, 300 viewers at a time. Yes, not to the level of PewDiePie and those guys, but for the game, he, if anyone that was interested in Brahala, that was that was the stream. He's still streaming today. He's still he yeah. still and he drops that word all the time. So they, they, it does go like I guess to Trailer's point. It goes unnoticed to a degree. I think I think people are noticing it. I think it just doesn't get the, the 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 reporting that something like this does. And keep in mind, everybody is out to get PewDiePie is the number one guy. He is the guy, right? So when he has a slip up everybody will hear about yes the death to all jews and all that crap that he was doing is pretty insane but again he is everything he does no matter what it is he's going to get put out on a on a lynch or whatever the word yeah. is to get
0: no that's true yeah <laughs> that could be a whole other separate topic on its own Oh, okay yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah i guess we'll leave that for now uh nintendo vr is it a thing m2 is it going to be a thing <laughs>
2: So, um, well, so uh, Reggie, the the guy from uh, Nintendo America, my body is ready guy, uh, (laughs) he he went as far as to say that there are no truly fun games on VR and that Nintendo wouldn't be pursuing VR. Now, uh, I suppose that could be debated if there are fun games on VR. I don't know. I don't have a VR headset. What I do know is that Nintendo's hardware can't do VR. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, no matter what, it's not like it's an option for them. If they did do VR, it would be very good. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think uh, I think if if Nintendo did get into VR or something, I, well, they already have. I'm sure some people might remember the uh, the Virtual Boy. <laughs> when did but, that come? Uh, I, don't, I don't. To be honest,
0: I don't really remember it. I remember the name, I re- but I don't remember, I remember anything about Boy. it. It was all, it
3: was in red, right? Everything was like yep. in red. Yeah.
0: Was it like early 90s?
3: I believe it was early 90s. It wasn't early. Well, no, because I, I had it. It was mid-90s, mid, mid 90s, I would say, because I had it in uh, like grade four, grade five. There was people in our class that had it.
0: Oh, okay. I was, yeah, yeah I, did, I, did, I don't know. I must have missed the boat on that, but I don't remember anything about it. To be honest, I remember the name, but I don't remember anything specifically. I, I remember it hurt my eyes tremendously to play it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, strain was a big uh, complaint back in the back the time
0: so as far as we know Nintendo VR is not maybe, I don't know about ever going to happen but probably not in the foreseeable future
3: <laughs> I'm surprised they're talking about it I didn't even realize that was a thing because like, like uh, M2 said
0: it's like their hardware sucks VR takes <laughs> a very think. powerful system to, use, to to implement it so yeah the switch is like may, maybe the same power as in, what an Xbox One yeah, I think they should just all like do what they know and stay with that. And what and
1: it is. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Did you just say the uh, thought it was equivalent to the Xbox 1?
0: I think it's about the same if not slightly better, isn't it, the Switch? Xbox 1? Yeah, not not like uh, isn't it? Maybe it's slightly under.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> the specs would be far less.
0: Oh, I didn't think it was that far less though. You sure about that, Willie? I didn't think so. Pretty sure it's pretty close. I'm pretty sure. No, I thought it was like the equivalent to current gen, but that was the problem because it came out like four years late.
1: no, I think it's underpowered.
0: Well, okay.
1: That'll be an argument for an audit. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no one yeah, like the fact that they're saying there's no good Nintendo or there's no good VR games and that's why they're not making any, like, go out and make a good game Nintendo. <laughs>
2: Hope I think don't. a lot of people would disagree that there's no v- good VR games as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's a case of sour grapes. I think yeah. our, our hardware can't handle it, so yeah. it sucks.
0: And I'm the same as you. Like I haven't actually tried VR myself, so I can't really argue on the subject. But I've I've heard there's lots of good games that are in VR. That like I shouldn't say lots, but there are. Like I've heard Resident Evil is like fantastic in VR. It's like very very scary. So
1: that would be a good game in uh, in VR. Yeah, very good game actually. Yeah.
0: And to almost end off our news, Rainbow Six Siege had a massive update. Is that right, M2?
2: Yep. The uh Blood Orchid uh patch came out. Uh, they fixed a ton of stuff. I think I think they boasted something like thirteen hundred bugs were fixed or something, which I mean it's Ubisoft, so I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean it's a, it's a good game but it's uh, it's got some issues uh biggest thing that i saw they fixed the lighting um a lot of the times if you're looking out a window or something it would appear like bright white you wouldn't be able to see stuff um the skybox models they added new operators um so i guess we'll see it's a pretty hefty patch i think it's it's something like 20 gigs or it's 20 gigs for the standard textures and like 40 gigs for the full HD texture or something like that. Like, So they, they've, they've improved the character models and everything. And I know that a lot of the operators in game, they looked real dopey. They, the, the models didn't really look that good. But apparently they've fixed all that. I don't know. It's, it's Ubisoft. So they fixed 1,300 bugs and they introduced 1,500 more. Who knows? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> uh,
0: well, let's be honest. That's likely. So,
2: yeah. It's possible. <laughs> yeah,
0: No, I'm going to have to check that out. I enjoyed Siege, I gotta say. All right, and the big news in the gaming industry, I guess, and it kind of leads into our topic actually Destiny 2 was released last Wednesday, September 6th, I believe. Yep. Uh, Yes, for those listening, today is September, Monday, September 11th. Uh, Yeah, so that was released last week. It's actually gotten pretty good reviews. It's uh, apparently improved a lot on Destiny 1. It's very similar to Destiny 1, but just improved almost in every aspect from from what I can gather. Uh, so it's out on console. It's out on both Xbox One and PS4. However, the game is not currently out on PC. So the game for PC is actually going to be released on, what is it, October 24th. So uh, are you guys planning to get Destiny 2, or do you already own Destiny 2 on console?
1: I've I, pre-ordered it for PC. I oh, just pre-, pre- pre- pre-ordered it over the weekend, so I'm geared up, ready for it.
3: Yeah, yes. I'm I'm definitely getting it for PC. And I was a, the biggest Destiny One hater, at probably everybody.
2: Yeah, but I'm a, affer- I'm a little afraid. I'm a little afraid of these sort of big console titles when they come to PC. I don't know. It looks interesting, but I'm afraid of the the consoleized experience, like auto aim and stuff like that. But I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, I wonder if the
0: PC one has any auto aim attachment. I don't. Th- I don't think it does. No, probably not. Yeah, that's good. But
3: uh, and it also doesn't run at 30 FPS, which will be
0: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, that's that's basically the the news in a nutshell. All the things we mentioned, plus Destiny two being released. But what we want to talk about today is delayed PC releases. So yeah, let, let's get into the topic of the week. So, delayed PC releases. The the biggest one that I can think of in recent memory, other than Destiny 2, is Grand Theft Auto 5. Did you guys play much Grand Theft Auto 5 when it first came out?
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, it was initially released on September 17th, 2013, which is pretty, it's crazy it's actually been out that long. And it's still selling really well. It's like one of the most selling, best selling games on Steam right now. Yeah, so it came out in September 17th, 2013, only on last-gen consoles. And now at the time, there were only last-gen consoles available. Xbox One, I believe, released in 2014, and PlayStation 4 as well. So the only option at the time would have been either last-gen consoles, Xbox 360, slash PS3, or PC. However, it was only released on those consoles. And it wasn't until November 18th, 2014 that it was released on next-gen consoles being the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. And then PC wasn't actually... It wasn't released on PC until April 14th, 2015. So that's almost... Was that five months after that? So they had three separate release dates for the same game. So first of all, do you guys have any opinions on that alone? Do you think it's it's kind of ridiculous to have three separate release dates for one game?
1: Well, for me, it would depend on... Why it was uh, delayed? Could they have released the PC version earlier? I don't know. Probably, but um, they did add a lot of stuff to the PC version that above and beyond what the current-gen uh, consoles have. So, it's saying that that extra time to because as far as I know it was actually delayed as well on the PC uh, by a few months after the original release date for it, uh, because they wanted to polish it up and they wanted to make it uh, pretty much the definitive version of the game out of any format. You know what I mean? As far as graphics and as far as gameplay itself went, um, instead of it focusing on a controller-based control scheme, they actually went in and they changed quite a bit of the game itself uh, so that it would operate more smoothly with a mouse and keyboard.
0: Okay. Any, any, do you guys have any opinions on this?
2: Well, I guess probably I think the the capitalist in me is saying this game is like the most popular game in the world. It's one of the most popular games in the world, and it sells consoles. If it's only on consoles, people are going to buy consoles. So I can see it from a point where Rockstar is getting pressure from Sony and Microsoft to sort of just withhold it just a little while from p c after all, it does kind of have this stigma of being a bit of a piracy platform. I mean, just get that out of the way because it's true to an extent yeah um so and I don't blame them i mean they're they're a company right they want to make money, and if Microsoft and Sony are basically I, I'm just speculating here i don't know if there's they have any sort of exclusive deal to to withhold it for a while or what. But I can see that there there probably would be pressure to do that.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I really thought that there, the, of Microsoft and Sony actually, I don't know if begging is the right word, but really enticing, uh, Rockstar to keep it on their platform and separate from PC. So, the 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 issue I was ha- or Erebus, did you have something you want to add or? I my, mine was yeah. I had the same
3: exact opinion of M two there that. Uh, I think the various console console exclusives like D- D- GTA, Destiny, whatever it is, like they sell consoles, especially and sometimes games. I think I think in Destiny's case, I think it's targeted towards. I think I think Sony gets some extra exclusives. Like I think it's the PlayStation for whatever reason is overwhelmingly hmm. higher Destiny players than Xbox, and I can't yeah. remember why
0: that is. But there's, they're getting but, like, like extra maps and like extra. Yeah,
3: so they have. I, I would be pretty damn sure that sony is influencing some pressure here to these to these exclusive like for these these uh these products to try to keep them from releasing them
0: on pc i think i think that's that's a fair point but there's also a lot of people who just don't own consoles and it would sell a lot more
2: i don't know it's it's
0: hard to say because well that's, that's kind of the argument that yeah we'll get into but uh the main the main issue i had with with grand theft auto specifically is that when the game was first came out in September of 2013 on last-gen consoles, the game was being advertised on commercials with the next-gen graphics. So I I personally had an issue with that at the time because you would see the commercials and be like, man, these graphics are intense. And you get the game on Xbox 360 or or PlayStation and it looks terrible. Not terrible, I shouldn't say terrible, but it doesn't look nearly as good as it's being advertised. So is that... Like shady at all? Or do you think they should try and show the best possible version of the game, even if it's not exactly what you're getting? What do you guys think?
3: I think the same thing as what M2 said before as well. He uh, like They're in it to make money, and if they can get away with that type of advertising and it's influencing people, is it ethical? Probably not. But there's lots of trailers for video games that don't even show gameplay, and they just get people super hyped. Or they're fake gameplay trailers. I've seen those before where the graphics are Artificially enhanced that to you know, even at these E3 demos that we see, like a lot of the time when they're playing these E3 games, they have the graphics enhanced on rigs that are not what it, the game is actually going to end up running on, or it's you know, there's it's, it's, it's completely false advertising. Uh, I remember when we watched Halo 2, the the first was, was it Halo 2? Where, where that, that demo, for Halo 2, yeah, yeah, and they showed all this stuff in Halo 2 that ended up not even going into the game, and it wasn't even like a real. Map on the on the uh, thing, so um, I think I think companies are going to do that. I, I I have an issue with it too, but I think it's it, it exists everywhere for in in all, in all
0: types of media. Yeah, it's all marketing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys feel the same way about that trailer and M2?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the same thing happened with Watchdogs. That was a pretty big one. In fact, it's been there's been rumors just recently actually that they throttled back. The graphics on the PC version, compared to the version that they showed at E3 when they first announced it, uh, they throttled it back so uh, Sony and Microsoft wouldn't be too upset at them for releasing a, more, a far superior version for PC. Apparently, there was code in the in code that had been left, but not utilised uh, within the game's code that uh, would have accessed certain parts of. Uh, uh, parts of the game, uh, like graphics-wise, that would have put all of these uh, these effects and uh, just better a, a better look at overall game. So I mean, it's all it's all about money. There's no two ways about it.
0: So they purposely dumbed down their game. Yep, <laughs> seems a little ridiculous. If I was a developer, I'd be pretty upset. Not upset, but I'd be like, come on, we want to put out our best possible product, and you're making us make a stupid game. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, MCU, do you have anything you want to add?
2: To I, I I think it's a reality of the the state of the games industry currently. I mean, uh, it's it's funny that Erebus uh, did bring up um, Halo Two because I I remember that quite quite well when the that first sort of teaser thing was released where um, it showed him like it showed Master Chief going out of the ship with the bomb and stuff and flying down to the mm-hmm. to the Covenant ships and stuff and. Then you see the, it in game uh, on the in the actual game, and it really didn't look nearly as good. No. Textures, were, <laughs> textures were popping in and stuff. And I mean, at the time, they they probably did have a legitimate excuse for that. They were trying to hype it, and it was probably being rendered on like a dev kit too, like something that wasn't wasn't quite an Xbox. Like it was still an Xbox, but it was a quite more beefy Xbox. It's very obvious from the design of Halo Two that it was designed for a much more powerful system than the original Xbox. I think they had actually anticipated that the 360 was going to be released then. Uh, Potentially. I I don't know. Just, just speculating, but uh, as long as they keep getting away with it, um, like who's going to stop them? All, all games have done this. Like battlefield one was doing it and like they're showing stuff that looked way better than it does in game. And I mean, I think it's something that people just need to take now. And when they're watching Uh, these advertisements and they're seeing these like the media online for these games they need to realize well this isn't going to be what it looks like it's this is kind of a fantastic idea of what it's going to look like but it's really not going to look like that Um, it might look close if you if you if you get on pc or something and run it on ultra yeah it's probably going (laughs) to look pretty close but uh, it's not going to look like that on the console no way
0: and i guess it's a good thing to to kind of take throughout life, like no matter what you see through advertising, whether it's a movie trailer or anything, just take it all with a grain of salt that it's probably not going to be what the final product will look like. Um, Another point I wanted to make, uh, feel free to, well, I'm just opening it up. So with delayed releases, like do you think that if you buy a game on one platform, for example, if you bought Grand Theft Auto on the Xbox 360, should you be entitled to a free or at least discounted version of that game of Grand Theft Auto Five, on other platforms as they're released?
3: I think no. the only, I don't think so. I don't, I, I, I don't think entitled, I don't think, yeah, you can't use the word entitled. Would it be nice? Sure. But I don't think entitled is it works. What we look at here is the Microsoft series, right? now. Microsoft is t- taking kind of a bold approach with their cross-platform games, So like Forza Horizon's, um, I, think they made a com- I think they made a commitment that all the Microsoft games going forward, the ones that are made by Microsoft will actually be able to be played on PC, you can play with your friends on Xbox, you'll be able to play the Xbox version the PC version, you just have to buy one copy of the game and you can play it wherever you want um, and I've done that with, with Forza and a couple of other games however, I think for games like GTA, Destiny, games that are massive, massive hits I think from my money making point of view it's the company would be incredibly stupid to do i I don't think it's going to make them sell more copies getting into destiny just because that's what we were talking about and i've been doing a lot of research on this because destiny is what i'm really excited about all through the reddit the destiny reddit has four or five hundred thousand people on the reddit and all of these people were posting saying they broke and and what they meant by that was they're all pc gamers they were all posting pictures of because De- of course, PS4 released a Destiny bundle where you could buy a PS4 Pro or a PS4 or whatever, and 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 comes with Destiny and all that stuff. And all these people said they were literally going to buy PS4s and Destiny just because they couldn't wait. They didn't want the game to be spoiled. They wanted to be among the first people, and then they were just going to sell their PS4s and sell their copy of Destiny when the PC version came out and cut their losses. Like that's that, and a whole whack load of people. I don't know what the statistics are, but a lot of people did that. And I would say that companies like Bungie are pretty aware of this kind of stuff in terms of that they're able to sell multiple copies of their game and that they would be taking a loss because I think a lot of people do that where they they uh, they'll buy the console version i have to be honest myself I have an Xbox sitting out there and I was half convinced to just buy destiny just to play it leading up to the uh, the release of the PC version just so I'd understand the game and
0: kind of be ahead of everybody else when i started but it seems a be drastic uh, buying an entire console and the game just to return it like a month later
3: <laughs> I, I i think i think no like people are like because the thing is like destiny is a game that like people are re- like if they if it, it doesn't work for every game but like grand theft auto 4 destiny big games like that um i think are, are different what i'm going to be interested in is in the next halo game if the next halo game is going to be cross-platform i think it is because i think that was their commitment May- uh, is it is that made by microsoft i don't
2: uh microsoft owns the halo brand they they used to own bungie and then bungie split off but they still own the halo brand i believe right
0: the only, so the only problem is making competitive Halo with people using mouse and keyboard. That just kind of right. throws out the competitive scene.
2: Fair, fair
3: enough, but that but that's what I mean. I think you will see something where that where the Halo thing doesn't apply to this this thing, and I think that is because they know they're going to sell multiple copies. I think I, I I really like just everything's driven by profit. Everything's driven by capitalism. I think I think if they can find a way to sell multiple copies, but I, I you can look it up, man. Like there's there's tons of people doing this, buying the console versions, and just. Because they don't want to get spoiled with the game, or they're—if you're that addicted to a game, people pull some pretty
0: drastic stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I, I was gonna argue against that by saying, like, well, for for Grand Theft Auto, like I bought the game on Xbox 360, and it came, the game came out a year later on on next gen. So I I would have I did, I didn't end up doing it, but I wouldn't have had a problem buying the game again. For the next gen however destiny came out september 6th on consoles and i only had to wait about a month and a half for it to come out on pc so i would there's no way me personally that i would buy it on console and then buy it again on pc but if it was spaced out a year then yeah i probably would play it on console first and then buy it again yeah for if PC. it was
3: spaced if it was spaced out longer fine but essentially the pc version you're going from like even just looking at destiny destiny is running at Maximum, I think, 1080p, I think, at 30 FPS, maybe for, I don't know if it goes 4K or if it's upscaled or whatever it is. But on PC, it goes up to, it's uncapped FPS. It's uh, like, it's, it's way different from a technological perspective in terms of the potential it can run. So it's, it's basically like a remastered game. So I know that there's games that we've bought millions of times that, you know, because it's a remastered game, a reskin game, an upgraded version of the game. So I think people are willing to do that. Now, yes, this is only a month apart, but I think it, it just fuels, if, if people are addicted enough to the game, they're going to they're gonna buy both copies. And I think by having a delayed PC release as well, if they're confident enough in their product, they're just developing more hype for the game. Because if all these PC gamers are hearing about how great Destiny is and all these console gamers are playing it and seeing how amazing it is, it's the number one stream game or up close to the number one stream game on Twitch right now, It's just generating hype, more hype, more hype, more hype. And especially if they're confident in their game, people are seeing there's actually longevity to the game. I think it does nothing but bolster their PC sales when they first launch.
0: So you're saying having a delayed release does nothing but benefit the game as a whole rather than release both the PC and the console at the same time?
3: Uh, I, I think, well, now, if the game is crap. It's a risky thing, right? Like, it's from a capitalism perspective, I think it does, it, it has huge, huge potential for companies. But I think if the game is crap, then you're opening yourself up. Because if you have a console release first for a month or two and then have the PC release and the game is getting terrible reviews, it's not under NDA, there's no, nothing like that going on, and then the game is just horrible, well, then you've just really hurt your PC sales, right? so whereas if you that's had it all point, at the yeah. same time so it, it depends but i think if you're confident in the game and i so I, and i think it's a benefit to the pc consumer yes it's delayed it sucks that we have to wait a month to play it but we can at least see if the game's actually good
0: yeah no that's some good points. uh trey Laird, what are you uh i've seen you nodding a bunch of times over there what do you <laughs> what do you have to add
1: well just for the fact that uh i'm going back to the whole grand theft auto 5 thing um I actually bought GTA 5 for the PS3 on the night it was released. Uh it was there for the midnight release for it. I bought yep. the Collector's Edition.
0: Which is what you're looking at. So
1: really I now. traded it in. <laughs> I traded it back. the game back in eventually. But I did get the PC version when it was released. And they did allow me to uh, transfer any stuff from the Collector's Edition that I got for the PS3 over to the version that I had on the on the pc so i got to keep all that stuff so it was a nice wee bonus for me as for why it was held back uh that's, i don't know it was a, an overall better game i think uh, than on the consoles but um i think that that it probably could have been released sooner uh with destiny though it's a whole different monster um it's only a month pretty much month and a half difference so we're not going to need to worry uh, too much about, uh, you know I mean? We don't need to be worried about jumping the gun and buying the, the console version uh, while we're waiting for the PC version. Uh, because most of us are, you know I mean? We're pretty much hardcore gamers, but not to any one particular franchise. So we can afford to sit back and look at the reviews. And just generally keep away from any uh, any spot like Reddit or whatever uh, that is going to focus only on that game, just to avoid potential spoilers or things like that. So that's you know I don't know. It's uh, for me, I think I think it was the right move to do it with Destiny, our Destiny two, because of all those uh, upgrades that uh, Arabis had uh, has mentioned, the frame rate and whatnot. Yeah. that's a good point
0: I remember you were uh, telling me before the podcast started as well that Rockstar actually refused to comment uh, at the time of GTA 5's release if the game was actually going to be coming to PC at all
1: yeah that was a big one Uh, there was rumours but there's always rumours like that Those rumours about Red Dead Redemption about it coming to PC of course that never happened uh, and even now, there's rumours that uh, the sequel to Red Dead Redemption is going to be on PC. But again, there has been no official word on that. Um, right. But I feel that there was a more a, a better than average chance that GTA 5 was going to release on PC specifically because, well, every other uh, version of GTA has been released on PC. Right. Except for the, you know what I mean, the store like the Vice City stories and things like that. Those mm-hmm. were like handhelds only, right? But uh, but yeah, for the main parts of the franchise, they've always been released on PC. So like I said, it was far better, I was a better than average chance that it would have been. Yeah. But the fact that they refused to, to mention it at all, and for a long, long period of time, uh, was a wee bit disturbing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I could, that's definitely sketchy from.
1: An advertising
0: perspective but again yeah it makes sense for them if they if they kind of hold that back from consumers then they'll be like well I'll just buy it on console just in case it doesn't come out on pc and then sure enough it does but but like you said yeah red dead didn't come out on pc so i guess they didn't that's just the risk you got to take i suppose
3: i i don't think now to make to the pc release point i i don't think legit destiny two is delayed till October twenty fourth because they like because it wasn't ready. I, I I don't believe that. Like they their quote to at E3 was the honest truth is we want it to land super solid. I'm reading. The honest truth is we want it to land super solid. We want to meet the expectation of PC gamers. They have expectations for what they want and we want to make sure we hit as many of those as we can. To me that's marketing jargon. To just really appease to the PC gamer community, I, I think the game was ready and and could have been launched on September sixth. I think this is all marketing hype, in my opinion. Yeah, it's likely, and I guess we'll probably never know definitively. Oh well, well we we can't know for sure, but I I, I, but I wouldn't like think it's it. just it's yeah. The fact that the dates are so close
0: together, I, I you know. Yeah, M two. What if yeah, You've been quiet there for a while. What so, do you uh, what do you have to add to this?
2: <laughs> so I I think that whether or not a game should be able... So if you purchase a game uh, on Xbox, if you should be able to have it on PC or PlayStation or whatever, I, I think the company can can charge what they want. They can do what they want. However, potentially from a perspective of in-game content and your character and your loot, should that be able to move over as well? If you were to buy Destiny on PC, does your character on the Xbox, is he now playable on PC? Uh, should that be something that that needs to happen? Is that uh, because I mean you're, you're essentially not you're not selling you're not selling something that's uh, superior. So the PC version I can I can appreciate that they probably put um, I, I would think in, in my opinion they probably put more effort into certain things. It's it, while the the Xbox is basically a PC when they're debbing for it they can't just simply. Rip it out and put it into a computer and it'll work uh, there's there is a bit of effort involved, but should the content that the player has accomplished like if they have if they've accumulated this loot if they've leveled up this character it doesn't matter for destiny it could be any game should that now be playable on multiple platforms if it's the exact same game should that be accessible to the player um, I think that would be a better experience for them, but I don't know if that's something that companies should be doing or not.
0: Yeah, what's because that's something I thought about in the past too. Like, what I can't think of anything top of my head, but there probably is a reason. Like, why? Yeah, why do you think that character data wouldn't transfer over from console to PC? Like, is it because it's easier to play on a PC because there's auto in, for example? So it wouldn't be fair to carry that loot over, for example, in a game like Destiny Two. Like, I don't
3: know. I, I I don't think. Well, I think from a for sp- a PVE perspective. like if there's pvp loot then you could make that argument if you're you know you rank up to a certain degree on on console and then move over to transfer all your stuff to pc and and have have an advantage over other players something that what i've read on the reddit about destiny is one of the refreshing things for people i guess is the fresh start of on october 24th everybody's brand new None of the Destiny One characters are transferring over because all the Destiny One characters if you guys didn't know transferred over to Destiny Two. Not the loot, but like the the character themselves, all the achievements you had on Destiny One, oh. the physical appearance of your character. Uh, not to put spoilers in, it happens right away. But basically, they in Destiny from the transfer of Destiny One to Destiny Two, they show uh, a story, a, a transfer of the story, and, and explain what happened to your main character. And did you, did you then do you say that's console to console,
0: console or, with, or console
3: to console? Right, not, but not you can't PC do it. that. Not to PC, so you can't do that on PC. So something that some people like is it's a complete fresh start. Everybody's new, everybody's brand new to the to the thing. If you were able to, I, I I think we would all agree that it would be kind of stupid if if you could play on, you know, the console for a month and get some loot and then transfer that right over to PC for the launch of Destiny because you could theoretically be a month ahead of all of your friends and or if everyone if there's you know people trying to get world first or realm first or whatever the the phrase is in Destiny. It would kind of screw everything up if people are able to transfer stuff from the console. But I do agree with M2 that I think it would be hugely advantageous if you could transfer. And I think it would actually encourage people to buy multiple copies of the game. Because I have a friend who wants to play with me on Xbox uh, from my work. And if I was able to just transfer my stuff that I have on PC over to console when I would like to play with my friend on Xbox... And then when I'm playing with you guys on PC, I can just transfer back and forth. Even if it required me to have two copies of the game, I think that would be really good. I I, I personally would buy two mm-hmm. copies of the game if that was the case.
0: Right. Which is essentially what the Xbox Play Anywhere feature is, where you can play like, Forza Horizon Three. You can have files on on both. On it both
3: it cold, is, cold, cold but, but but in that in that case, you only have to buy one copy of the game. What I'm yeah. saying is, I would I would as a consumer, I would buy two copies of the game to play with different sets of friends, if. Uh, if it meant I could keep the same character and use it in in yeah. both uh, both areas,
0: yeah. Hip Hop Bling in, in chat, he made a good point. He said uh, it's to increase the switching costs so that people stay within the platform, which I understand. If if Sony really wants like the amount of money in advertising they're sinking into Destiny two, like giving pr- promotional maps and extra, like to, just to entice people to stay on the platform, I I see why they wouldn't want. The cross-platform functionality to happen but, but uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. I, yeah i think like th- there's a lot of re- and we this is a whole other topic we could probably talk about in a different podcast but there's a lot of resistance from of of um tie-ins between playstation and xbox and i can't remember there's one side that's more resistant to it than the other um i think Zordick. it's sony i think it's sony. sony yeah, yeah. and because a lot because I think Xbox was trying to encourage them to even have be able to play online games from console to console, mm-hmm. right? Like being able like the online just to be seamless across all platforms, everything yeah. so that there could just, you know you could, if you had a friend on PS four and I'm playing on Xbox, we could play together. which would be awesome uh, yeah. <laughs> right. so and 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 the whole thing about transferring accounts and transferring characters, I think in the future that would be beneficial. I don't know the whole marketing side of it or the 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 number side if if if, if Sony's doing what they're doing and they're making more money by doing it, Maybe they are. They're, they have smarter people than us, obviously, that, that are looking at all this stuff, but I don't know.
2: Now, the, the the marketing side brings up an interesting point, is that what happens if they decide to take the, um, the, the Pokemon red and blue and yellow route? And by that, I mean items that are only available on PS4, on mm-hmm. Xbox, on PC. Now, suddenly, it's, well, if if you want all these items, if you want to, if you want to be eligible to get these drops, you now need to play on multiple platforms. Uh, I don't agree with that. I don't know if if there was crossplay, I think inevitably uh, there's going to be a downside, and something like that, which isn't really good for the consumer, is going to happen. Now it's not the company's job to be good to the consumer, but it helps. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, it's true cuz yeah, cuz the PlayStation I'm pretty sure does have like one or two extra strikes I think they're called or, or certain kinds of types of maps. So yeah, that would definitely cause issues on if that was cross with PC or not. Yeah, so well, what do you guys think? Is it is a delayed PC release ultimately just a huge cash grab or do you think do you think they're like do, do you think they're good for the gaming industry essentially or do you think that everything should just be released like delay the initial release of, of like Destiny 2, for example, until October 24th, so all of them are released on October 24th, or do you like? Do you think everything should be released at the same time, or do you think there's no issue at all with delayed PC releases? So, Trailer, we'll start with you. What do you think?
1: I think what it, what it all comes down to is the reasoning as to why the delays are happening. If it's uh, purely to make a better product, then hey, go for it and knock yourself out. If it's uh, because there are taken some backhanded uh, money withdrawals from the various uh, console uh, companies out there, then that's where I have a real issue with it. Now, how to decide whether or not uh, that's what's actually happening or whether it is to make the game the best it possibly could be. There's really no way that we can can tell unless, of course, the game releases and it's, well, not very good let's just say.
0: Yeah. And it's true, and 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 uh, like somebody said earlier too, like if the game is bad, and they release it only, I think Erebus said it earlier, if the game is bad and it's released on console first, <laughs> and then yeah, they're going to lose a whole bunch of sales to people that would have bought it initially on PC. But then again, well, there, with, well, there,
1: yeah, there, there's also been uh, cases of the game being uh, of games being great on the consoles, but just pure uh, bovine mm-hmm. excrement on. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, on the that's PC, like the, uh, it has happened.
0: That's
3: that dry, was yeah. the, that was one of the Arkham games, right?
0: It was. I think it was Arkham Knight actually. It was complete trash. Like it just oh, didn't. I,
1: I enjoyed really. Arkham Knight. Like I don't know what the big issue was. I didn't have any real issues with it. But yeah. well, well, I, I to just to know issue, a lot they of they were having to, they were
3: having to issue refunds. I think because it wasn't running uh-huh. on
0: people's computers. Yeah, I think Dishonored Two was the same way. Actually, it yeah. was just not really just run like complete garbage on PC. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I I can't really attest to anything because I I never tried those games. Well, I mean, I guess a good PC port example was Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Remember, there's like terrible glitches on the PC that still exist. Like, you're shooting a gun and the the, the sound of the gun shooting doesn't go away even when you stop shooting. So it's really (laughs) irritating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Erebus, what's your your opinion on the whole thing? Late PC releases, should they stay or not? I think delayed PC releases are good
3: for if you're a patient gamer and you're not, you don't need something on the release day. I think it does nothing but good for you as a consumer because you're able to see the game on the console and see how it plays out before you actually decide to make the, uh, the purchase. For me, it sucks because I already know I want Destiny and now I have to wait like a full month to month and a half before I can actually play it. But, um... I think I think ultimately it's good for gaming. I think I, for me, I I don't disagree with Trey Lard. I, I but I think the whole why thing is kind of, a, kind of a moot point. Like we're never we're not we, unless it somehow leaks, we're not going to know why certain games are delayed. I think uh, it's just ultimately up to you as the consumer whether you're willing to swallow that delay and and, and, uh, and put up with it. But I do think ultimately PC releases are okay for video gaming. I think it's. Uh, I'm, ha- I'm happy to,
0: uh, to wait and see uh, how the games turn out. Yeah. Some good points. And last but not least, M2, what do you think?
2: I, I think it's an inevitable reality only because of the fact that, let's face it, the PC is a niche market. Uh, with Xbox and PlayStation, developers are given kits, they're given documentation. They can very easily develop a game um, specifically for this hardware. With PC, they are given some of that to an extent. Uh, AMD and uh, NVIDIA do have documentation for developing for their hardware. But as far as a simultaneous release, um, I can see it from a perspective where the company is going to want to push out uh, its product to as many people as it can at once and it can focus on two platforms that are well-documented, they're pretty comfortable developing on, um, and they can get a product out really quick. And then once that product is out, okay, now let's release it for for PC, which the company probably doesn't focus on and um, might not even know how to dev for. That's why um, in a lot of these cases, the uh, PC port is a third party that's done it. So... Uh, I mean, while PC as a platform is very important for specific things and specific games, I don't know that that's really going to change anytime soon that a game is released for consoles and then PC. And whether or not that's a bad thing, in some cases it can be good because now you have a gigantic population that's basically beta testing it for PC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty, pretty loose interpretation, but that's basically what's happening. Um, and then the PC does end up getting the version that will do 144 hertz, and it'll—it's got ultra high graphics and and whatnot. Uh, I think where the biggest disappointments came when console ports would come out for PC, and oh, it doesn't support your SLI system that you just spent two grand on. Like, well, that's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's, the devs just don't dev for that. So, I mean, I think. I think to an extent it's okay but uh, we have to be real here like the PC is good but it's it just doesn't have the audience that that PlayStation and Xbox do.
0: Yeah that's a good point too because yeah the amount of like if you're a casual gamer typically you're going to be on a console a lot of people just like to get consoles just for the fact that there's no setup required you just literally plug it in and put a game in and start playing where PC is generally you need to, if you're a hard, if you're a PC gamer that wants to play current games, then typically you're gonna to have to have at least some knowledge of how a computer works in order to get a higher end PC with good graphics card and all that stuff. So it's a lot more work that goes into it. But you're right; the amount of people that actually game are on the majority of gamers are on consoles. So yeah, that's a good point to make for sure. Um, as for me, like, I think it is, I, I kind of agree with trailer in the sense, like as, as the why perspective, like yeah, they they should, in my opinion, just release them all at the same time if the game is actually finished. But again, we'll probably never know if it is finished. So if, if the game is actually finished, yes, release it with everything else. But I understand also from the company's perspective that it is a business. They're trying to make money. So I understand why they want to delay it as well. So it can be frustrating for the consumer, but like M2 was saying, it is a big beta test for us. <laughs> so Destiny 2 will likely be very good on PC. Shouldn't be, uh, or certainly shouldn't be any worse than the console version, which is certainly a benefit to to us. Absolutely. Any other quick comments you guys want to add about that before moving on to some gaming deals? I'd like to know the statistics of people that
3: buy the console version of Destiny are so obsessed with Destiny. And then get so hyped because the PC release is coming that they decide to get into PC gaming and buy a PC copy of Destiny.
1: Hmm.
3: Yeah, I think by having that separation, I think that actually would. I bet you there's a certain number of people that would do that. Yeah, probably knowing it's the definitive edition,
0: and uh, and also it's kind of kind of a separate thing, but there uh, there's a lot of people who are going to be playing Destiny two on PC, not just because it's on PC, but because it's on the Activision Blizzard. Uh, yeah. Launcher. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people who literally only play World of Warcraft or only play Starcraft or Diablo. And they're going to see this game pop up there on that launcher. And they're simply going to try it just because it's somewhat associated with Blizzard or Activision. Yeah. So I'm sure that's going to do nothing but help their sales. Big yeah. time.
3: In other news, I can put the side doors on my PC because I just found the screws. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> the door off for three days. Nice.
0: Oh, my. And leading away from that, let's uh, go to the gaming deals for the week. So, Trailer, what can we blow all our hard-earned money on this week?
1: Well, first of all, well, this is all going to be from uh, Humble Bundle this week. Um, the monthly early unlock is Rise of the Tomb Raider. If you haven't played it, it's an excellent game. Great and game. The monthly uh, Humble Bundle is 12 bucks, and you get, uh, I don't know, at least half a dozen games uh, at least uh, every month for that. I've been signed up for a few months now and I've always gotten something in it that has surprised me, stuff that I mightn't have looked at uh, if it was just on a regular sale or whatever. Uh, so I would definitely recommend possibly picking that up Uh, and that's a good price for for rise of the tomb raider on its own never mind the other games that you're going to get once those unlock they unlock on the first friday of every month other games uh, that are on sale that they actually have an end of summer sale going on right now Uh, we have stories untold which is part text adventure part uh, first person part puzzle part uh, lots of parts It's got a good story. I enjoyed it. Um, It's $4.49 at the minute. Uh, Another one I've seen was Mafia 3 Deluxe, which also includes the season pass, which is going for $26.99. I totally recommend that. I was playing through to completion again over the weekend uh, of Mafia 3, so it's definitely something that uh, I personally would recommend. Uh, If you haven't tried it yet, South Park, Stick of Truth is uh, on sale as well for six dollars and seventy four cents. If you like South Park and you like their form of humor and aren't too offended by pretty much well for anything, you're going to enjoy this. It's I I enjoyed it for what it was. And finally, uh, for two dollars and twenty four cents, we have Genital Jousting. Um, <laughs> it's an early access game on Steam. It tells the story of um, you know what I mean. There's a, a story to in this game. While jousting. hmm?
0: I said there's a story in this game.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making this up as a go along, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but it's uh, it's two dollars and twenty four cents. So even if the name, you know what I mean, piques your interest, it might be something for you to look into. And those are all Steam keys, by the way. So uh, they're all that's available a- uh, on Steam. So.
3: that's a BioWare title, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, my. But, uh, no, that's pretty much the deals that I have for this week.
0: All righty. And uh, Erebus, what are the fidget spinner deals that you can find uh, for us? Hey, man. Erebus I'm, is playing uh, with a fidget spinner as we speak, and I've yet to ask him where he got it. So where did you get I got it?
3: For my, I got it from my birthday. What? 30th birthday. Yeah.
0: Oh. I didn't. Yeah. How come I never saw it? At your, I never saw it. A new for, party? Whatever,
3: for whatever reason... Uh, these are a hit at my work. Like everybody has them. Like people have New England f- Patriots, fidget spinners, different sports teams. There's probably video game ones too. I was hoping
0: it's they would have been really died good, off man. by now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm sitting at my cubicle doing a phone interview or something with a candidate or whatever, I just sit here like this.
0: Just chill. <laughs> that one looks like it has pretty good uh, spinning mechanisms.
3: It it's been right? these things spin a long time. <laughs> like here, before you close the stream I'll just Go like
0: this, and you can just do your claws. Wonderful with that <laughs> terrible, awful noise in the background. Um, oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it gets worse.
0: Oh my. Um, anyways, that I think that'll do it for us. Um, yeah, that was, that was This was fun today. Um, If you want to email us some idea. Oh, speaking of before, before I forget hip hop bling in chat. Thank you so much for suggesting this topic to me. Um, So I really appreciate that. It was a very good topic that we discussed today. It was actually his idea. So thank you. Um, If any of you listeners have any other topics that you'd like for us to discuss on the show. Uh, don't hesitate to ask us you can email us at i never cast for this at gmail.com whether you have a topic suggestion or if you just have a question for any of us uh, that are on on the podcast uh, also if you want to follow us on twitter it's at i never cast for this i never cast for the number for this uh, we're also on facebook.com slash i never cast for this and we're here on twitch also every monday night at eight thirty p.m eastern time and uh, you can see, uh, listen, see all our beautiful faces here. And I hear a lot of random feedback. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's what that was. Okay. more uh, fidget spinner shenanigans. Uh, yeah. So we're here on twitch.tv slash I never cast for this. And you can see all of our beautiful faces here. <laughs> and uh, also, if you love the podcast, leave us a lovely five-star review on iTunes or on Facebook. We have some reviews, five-star reviews there now. If you absolutely hate the podcast, leave us a one-star review and let us know how we can improve. Um, Yeah, we appreciate all feedback, both positive and negative. As for social media, I stream sometimes on twitch.tv slash Keltar, so feel free to watch me there sometimes. Uh, Anyone else have social media that people can follow them at? No right? Trailer has no friends. Uh, Erebus, what about you?
3: Man, I got... Uh, <coughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> on uh, Twitch. Uh, twitch.tv uh, slash Erebus. Uh, for some reason when I said that on the last podcast I got three followers. So I'll try it again. I haven't streamed <laughs> since 2015. I haven't streamed since uh, November 2015 or whatever it was but uh, I'm planning to when I get my uh, TI set up and I...
0: When he we'll, see, level, we'll, see. we'll see if somebody out there that listens to this
3: <laughs> if you're listening to this on your radio just uh, pull over and uh, pull up your phone and
0: twitch.tv slash airbus. and uh, yeah. I'll, I'll believe your stream again when it actually happens but uh, it, it, well I can't now I tried now but it <laughs> would explode <Yeah. laughs> Oh my. and M2 do you have any uh, social media like Twitter or anything like that that people can follow you at
2: uh, I, I don't I maybe might stream again at some point yeah, oh, yeah, you have
0: Twitch. Yeah, what's your, yeah. What's your Twitch?
2: Uh, Twitch.tv slash M24U. So EMTU, the number four, and then U.
0: The cool. letter U. So <laughs> as in Kelther No. Oh, U as in letter U. <laughs> no, um, No, that's that's cool. So, yes, M2 does stream sometimes. He has an awesome stream. I, the last time I saw you stream, he was great champions, I think.
2: Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't doing very hot at it. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> So yeah, I'd just like to make a shout out to Claudette Burton 00055. That's my latest follower. <laughs> I think
2: that's a bot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my. Uh, anything else you guys want to throw in before we shut her down? I am good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me on the podcast. M two, thank you for making a wonderful first appearance. You did awesome, and we'd love to have you back sometime you. if you'd be interested. that'd uh, be great. Yeah, awesome. And uh, Erebus and Trailer, as always, thanks for uh, helping, support, and do the show here. Much appreciated. One, that's an interesting wave you had. Thank you, Trailer. And uh, thanks for your fidget spinning shenanigans, Erebus, as well. About <laughs> no yeah. And uh, we will see you... What's what's the date next week? September 18th. So everything goes according to plan. We should be good to go. 8.30 p.m. next week, September 18th. We will see you all next week. Take it easy, everyone. Everybody say bye.
1: Bye.